Hello and welcome back to the second Tengag podcast featuring me, Malibu, aka Chic. Um, and I'm here with Joui, aka Joe. Hey guys. And today we have our special guest, which is moderator Brandon Pinzer. Hello everyone. So I know it's been a while, guys, since we did our first one. We've had, we've all had a lot going on in our own lives, I guess. But we are back now, and I don't know. We've got some juicy things we want to talk about. We've got lots of questions that we want to ask Brandon, the mod, which hopefully you guys are going to want to hear. Um, maybe some interesting answers. And uh, yeah, we've got some. I guess there's loads of topics that we've got to really talk about with a mod on, but um, I don't know, the first thing that we were just discussing that we thought we should maybe start with is, um, well, lots of people have been coming back from the past, uh, like Rose Moulet, Pegasus1234. Um, yeah, I've no, I've noticed quite a few. There's, there's been a handful of people um, probably over the past week or a couple of weeks that have been unbanned, although I can't think of everybody's name off the top of my head. I think Alan was one of them, perhaps, the name Alan. Um, Brandon, any any idea who, who are some of the notable players that have been unbanned recently? Well, I think the biggest one, well, actually, I would say, first of all, I don't think we've unbanned anyone explicitly, like that their account was permanently banned and they were brought back um, for some reason. Some accounts had been banned for the sole purpose that they were hacked. Um, so Candy, the last moderator before um, Chief Chief Coolness and I, um, had obviously been moderating at a time that there were lots of hacked accounts, lots of multiple accounts. Um, no one was playing their own challenges. No one was, <laughs> everyone was sharing their accounts with, with their friends or um, which led to a lot of people losing access to their passwords or um, because they didn't remember the email that they had associated with their account, uh, they just couldn't get back in. So a lot of those accounts had been permanently banned uh, to avoid the hackers of the accounts continuing to use them. Um, and Rose Millet is one of those. Uh, so there, I, I remember when we, we, and we unbanned Rose, uh, the, the listed reason for her permanent ban prior to um, us removing it was just that the account was hacked. Um, when we unbanned her, I remember a lot of the blogs page was, was going on about how like, well, I'm not sure if that was a smart idea because she was permanently banned because of uh, of posting like child pornography on the website or... Uh, I remember people saying that. Yeah, and I, I mean, personally, my response was, well, like this definitely happened. If this were to have, have happened, it happened while I wasn't here. Um, but the thing was the account had not been permanently banned for those reasons. So I don't know if these events happened uh, while there were no mods or, or if she had previously been permanently banned and randomized undid it or like a lot of those things we can't see any longer. Um, yep. The mod panel went through a like shift in 2019. Um, so I was obviously a moderator before in 2015 um, and I can't see anything that I have previously done in there. So all of that stuff has been wiped out. So like the sole decision making process for us was 
here's a user who does not have access to her account because it was hacked. She doesn't know her email. I changed the email for her and then she got access to her account again. So like Tengage kind of took it on themselves to read a little bit more into the situation than it really was. Like I just, anytime someone asks me about their account, if I'm able to help them get it back, just quickly on that point if, if somebody was looking to get help from you if, if if there was another user out there who's got an issue with their account how, how would they get in touch with yourself in i mean in an ideal world they send an email uh we have access to the help at tengage.com email uh that's how a lot of people get in touch with me um if they're pretty integrated with the website someone on the website will give them access to my skype or or discord um i, I usually prefer them to reach out by email because it's just a little bit easier to kind of keep like a paper trail of that I guess because um, sometimes it needs like I need to verify their personal information and stuff like that Um, and I don't usually know who's contacting me if they're adding me on Skype or Discord Um, but if there's anyone out there that doesn't have access to their account we've we've brought back lots of them in the last couple of weeks um that i can't like i'm it's funny that you you mentioned there's a lot of them i can't even really think of them off the top of my head um but i do know that there's a lot there's a lot yeah so i mean obviously good work going on there i mean no you know with rose i do remember she got hacked actually so yeah that makes sense and then she made multis and I think it might have been on a multi when those incidents happens when she posted, you know, the infamous video of whatever. I never saw it, but mm-hmm. she's allegedly fingering her pussy, which she doesn't have in the video. So I don't know what. I don't know. It's very. She's trans, and so mm-hmm. I. I, th- I think that she said the picture was of her arm or something, or her mouth. I think I've also. Oh, heard. her mouth was it? Yeah. Okay. How yeah, weird. I don't know, very bizarre. She's honestly, she's one of the funniest people that I've ever come across. I mean, she's insane. She's an absolute mess, but she's a sweetheart, deep down. I don't think she has a, you know, she's not a bad person. And she's just really, really funny. I just, I, I really like her. She just makes me laugh. So speaking of Pegasus, she was in that um, Stars. 666 that went on just the other week um just curious to know how did that idea come come about brandon but was it your idea was it somebody else's um i think well like we did the this but i think a lot about duo stars which was just a couple of weeks before star 666 and i remember a lot of people on the blogs page speculating like oh star 666 is coming up are they going to do like an all villains cast or are we going to do something with the game? And at that point, I mean, we hadn't even talked about it. <laughs> like, it was not on our radar whatsoever. Um, I probably like the Monday or Tuesday before um, the game enrolled, I was kind of like, you know, I'm not going to go through a casting process to decide like villains that t- should go into the game. Um, but it could be fun to do some sort of, of twist um, or various twists um, on the game. And that's when I had reached out to, well, obviously, initially Coolness and Cheap Cheap to kind of talk a little bit about that. 
And from there, uh, the people who helped us with the casting for duo stars were uh, S.J. Soccer, Turning1805, and Chris Story. And I mean, at this point, I was just kind of like, all right, well, I'll go to them, kind of ask some questions about about the the twists that they think uh, would be fun to, to integrate into the game. And then from there, I kind of just talked to people that I trusted. Um, it was a, it was a very like informal process. I didn't have anything planned in advance, so it was kind of scrapping something together at the last minute, uh, which isn't always easy. Uh, I mean, so, yeah, you did a good job of it. Obviously, right you. off right off the back of um, was it Duo Stars? Mm -hmm. I thought I was thinking, yeah, he's not going to do some big thing like that, like two weeks later. But it was nice to see that you you did do something at least because it was six six six. So a lot of people, like you said, were hyping it up to be something special. Villain stars would have been quite cool for that, but I, I mean that's still something that I think you should do in the future. That'd be a different mm -hmm. one to watch. But yeah, no, it was fun to see just a little a, a little bit of something different going on, even though it was straight after Duo stars. But um. Yeah. And it was kind of funny with the enrollment. Obviously, we didn't pre-enroll anyone. Yeah. Um, and with the enrollment, it actually kind of worked out that there were a lot of villains in the cast. Okay. Um, so, I mean, if I envision a cast of villainous characters on Tengage, like obviously people that come to the forefront are like Gaga Love and <laughs> Halloween, um, like who were both in the cast. Um, and there's a couple, like even Pegasus too, uh, was a was a nice addition. So I was very happy with the cast. I was very happy with how the twists played out. They were all really well received uh, from the players and the public, and it kind of just made the game like a little bit different. Uh, it kind of spices well, it up. Yeah, it was interesting to watch, and um, I thought it was a great cast as well. Actually, even though you didn't. Pick it yourself. Obviously, everyone wanted to join that one, I think. So yeah. I, I think because it got hyped up so much, all the people that were self-proclaimed villains wanted to be involved. You know, it's mm -hmm. a bit of a staple title to win Star 666, weirdly okay. enough. Well, I thought Rose was going to win. Who? It wasn't. She didn't, though. She got third, I think. Who, Who did win? SMINN127. Oh, I feel a bit bad now because it's like... He's forgettable. No, he's a sweetheart. I remember him from back in the day, but I, I really thought Rose would win it. But yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like controversial stuff that got brought up about her in the last couple of days. That might have been why she. Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, I know she got into quite a big fight with Gagalev as well. Did she? Yeah. I, she I, I don't know very... if that was genuine or fabricated, but it was quite a big drama. Probably genuine. I think it was. I. I mean, I. I. I, I couldn't speak specifically, but it. It, it felt genuine. <laughs> it did not feel fake. What well, did I, you guys see the video that Gargalev did where she's twerking? I did. I may have. I can't. <laughs> I thought Gargalev should have won that stars. I mean. Oh, she is funny. I love I'm, her. I mean, she's a character. I but like then there was. I mean, I. There was a lot that came out uh, a couple of days prior to um, Carolyn's poll against Rose, which definitely didn't work into Carolyn's favor. I mean, I'm not sure if you you both remember like the influx of blogs that were accusing Carolyn of of deleting blogs that were people were sharing their stories about. She'd been accused of doing that for years. Yeah, yeah. I've mm -hmm. heard that one before. 
Right. Oh my so, god, I remember people saying that like five, six years ago, all the time. Yeah. So and that then, all came back up again yeah. before that poll. But wasn't that also a rule? I don't know if that's a rule still now, but um, to call someone a paedophile or a predator or whatever was also bannable. Yeah, so I, I, I talked a little bit about this because there was a lot of accusations being thrown at me in particular, not our mod team in general, but me because I was a moderator before. Um, and I talked a little bit about this on like very publicly before. And I, I, I couldn't tell you, like couldn't pinpoint the exact time where that did become a rule, um, but it was a moderator before me in 2015. So okay. I mean, 2014, I... 2013, something along there, or even way before that. I, that's just, those are the only time periods I, I really remember. But yeah, it was, a, it was a rule. It's not a rule anymore. Okay. Um, we, it's, it's a tough one because we often get people who have been accused of being a predator or a pedophile or, or, or whatever, insert some defamatory statement here, um, coming to us and being like, people shouldn't be allowed to do this and people um, should be, like the blog should be removed. But it's really difficult for us because even in that situation, if someone were to blog it about me or about somebody else or, or what have you, like I may know deep down like this is 100% not true but the problem is is if I go and delete something that does end up being true then I run into the problem that I'm silencing victims right so it's um we we've kind of decided to lean on the side of allowing people to come forward about that but more so encouraging them to bring it to us privately before they go public about something like that um just so we can investigate it ourselves yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like everything that you've said um, to me in private or in the coffee chat or, you know, on air, you always seem to be going about things the right way, I think. I do think that that's the right way to go about it because you can't just take away people's voice, you know? People yeah. got something to say, they should be allowed to say it. It just, it frustrates me when when people come up with these, you know, fabricated stories or whatever, but yeah, I don't think it's your job as a moderator to um, decide whether you think it's true or false, because like, you know, who knows at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I was just literally going to ask, what what is the official guidance if somebody is coming and, and bringing something to your attention? Do, do you advise people to speak to people in real life? Um, if we like, typically, I would say like we we, we take these pro- this process like very seriously, and yeah. it's not something that only one of us does. Um, there will at least be two mods who like look into something like this. Um, we often get it where people want action like right away. They want like they've come forward about this. They want the person banned right now, um, whether that be for. For personal reasons or, or sometimes unfortunately it is for situations like they're in a game with them or, or something like that um but obviously these are very serious accusations that we have to take like super seriously um yeah. i i would if there have been situations in the past where someone like as if they've genuinely felt unsafe i've advised them like hey like there's always the option to like go forward in real life about something like this or contact like authorities um, because that's not like I'm not a police officer I'm not you know so it's 
I also I also live in a different country than most of these people, so um, it, it makes things difficult. But typically, the process that we take is, you know, we we look for some sort of proof that the thing happened, um, which I think. I, I, I would stand by every single decision that we made in terms of permanently banning somebody for inappropriate conduct with minors, that there's been adequate proof that I've been confident that something had happened. And whether that would like hold up in, in a court or, or something, I think is irrelevant. Um, really, the situation here is like, Tengaged often conflates the words like predator and pedophile yeah. uh, with some things that they may not be a pedophile but they've done something inappropriate with minors that's not we don't want that on engaged when uh was robo zoe and um someone I- else iybf iybf okay and well, he was the one that posted the photo of it yeah that's right yeah he was uh 17 and joe sorry robo zoe was 21 so to me i well i actually did post a blog about this there is a law i was told by someone um who lives in minnesota that about this jack and jill's law um which goes for people who are between the ages of 12 and 17 they can legally date someone four years older than them so i made this blog i got a bit of um you know comeback negative comeback to it because people were saying that's not strictly the truth in every state so you know i i don't know i'm not a fucking lawyer or whatever but i was told this i thought okay and to me 21 and 17 doesn't seem like a problem to me like when i was 17 i was definitely dating 21 year olds for sure but um yeah, so it, I don't know, those are the two problems, I suppose, that, you know, everyone's laws are different and also everyone's kind of, mo- how everyone morally thinks about it is different. Yeah, and I think the, the like, the response to the first one is the difference in laws. That's like, that is the response we get every single time we ban someone. Yeah. So someone will come to me, typically me or coolness, because, like, coolness, this is, like, his area. Um, like he's known for kind of tackling these issues before uh, he was a moderator and and whatnot. And and they will they will talk about oh well what I did was not illegal. Um, and my response to that is always like well it may not be illegal, but like there is there reaches a point where like our goal as mods is to keep the website safe. And if people are feeling unsafe by um, people's actions on the website when it comes to like their conduct with minors like there are times where we have to take a, a, a dive into into those situations now like the RoboZoe and IYBF situation in particular um, really it boils down to the fact that RoboZoe came to me and said I want to be permanently banned oh yeah so that's what happened right so like it's I, I couldn't say what would happen in particular if like we were to have like done a more thorough investigation into that because it we didn't do it and it wasn't necessary right so um the other side of that about like what's morally right and in different people's eyes is like 
I think at the end of the day, like people can find comfort in the fact that like the three of us, like me, Coolness, and Cheap Cheap, are like pretty reasonable people. We don't like to ban people just for like the sake of banning people. Um, I actually hate dealing with reports, frankly. And it's when we do go through with a permanent ban on uh, the basis of like inappropriate conduct with minors, it's a serious one. And, and we are very comfortable with going through with the ban. It will never happen if it's a situation where like one or two of us are like, oof, I don't think something happened here. Or maybe that's not as bad as people are saying uh, because those situations haven't really come up. It's curious how you keep talking about the three moderators, but really in the public, we only see two moderators, you and Coolness. So I'm curious, does Cheap Cheap do anything? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question, actually. If so, what is he doing? So I will say the, when we became a mod team, so the three of us were appointed, we all discuss like, okay, like what's our process going to be? Like if I get a report about something, like am I able to act alone on that? Or like, do we wait for a response from two of us or do we want to discuss it between all three of us? I mean, we kind of all were like, okay, we know when someone needs to be banned. So if someone goes and posts a homophobic slur or a racial slur on the box page, I don't have to sit around and wait for like coolness to like thumbs up me or, or cheap to give me a thumbs up to ban them because we just know that's against the rules um if something is in this gray area where we're like okay like this person has kind of crossed a line here have they crossed the line far enough to go into ban worthy territory i don't know right so we'll discuss it amongst uh, each other and and cheap is always readily available to discuss those things how how exactly do you get involved uh, on tengage as, as a moderator how, how did you guys get picked for that so i'll talk about like but my both both experiences being a mod so i was a mod in 2015 with john a and just me sue and that process was very much just a situation where people who were on the mod panel already appointed the new mods that's always kind of been the process um that tengage has taken Uh, so john a had appointed me as a moderator Um, And then a couple months later had appointed Sue to be a mod. Um, This time, so obviously a lot happened in 2015 that like caused our team to explode and John A permanently banned me one day. And um, obviously all of our powers were just taken away because Randomize had no idea what had happened and was just like, well, I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, So fast forward to 2020, I guess it would be. Or no, 2021 even, because it was literally in February that I became a moderator. Um, I had, I was offline on Tengage. I wasn't active at all. I didn't have another account. I didn't, I just wasn't around. Um, Somebody, yeah, I was gone for quite a while. Um, Somebody had texted me, and I couldn't even tell you who it was now because I don't remember, um, that Randomize was going to a point. um, At this time, it was Aquamarine and Lexi to be mods yeah so obviously everyone was a little like oh god (laughs) that actually did happen for like a week or two and then 
Aquamarine <laughs> never got powers. His were taken away before they were even there. But Lexi did have them. Yeah, and he, um, did he palm ban himself? He, like, requested a permanent ban after Chief okay. had been appointed. Okay. Um, so there was a brief time where it was just Lexi. Then, this is my understanding, and I could have this a little wrong because I wasn't very active. And then Tengage blew up. Uh, they didn't want Lexi or Aquamarine yeah. to be a mod. So was... Randomize appointed Cheap Cheap, who was, like kind of a, like a fan favorite to be a mod yeah wait okay pause pause mm -hmm. so the lexi and aquamarine thing happened so where did cheap come from because he this sounds like a public reaping where people yeah. are putting their names forward but it wasn't it wasn't like that at all it just one day he made a blog saying um i'm a mod there wasn't any i mean cheap cheap is such a random person i don't think anybody was really thinking of him you know so wow I'm, I'm curious if you ever had a conversation with him about yeah. how randomized picked him yeah so it actually kind of was like a public creeping in a way because like what happened was lexi became the mod people were outraged chief used to, i don't know if you remember um when chief used to do like the i think it was called like 10 days of voting or something where he would make like opinion polls about updates for 10 gauged um if you don't remember it basically it was just like would you be interested in in this or would you like payouts need an increase do you agree or disagree or, or something along okay. those lines and at this point like cheap ha would be forwarding the information to randomize who was listening at the time okay. um he disappeared for a while came back that's when he appointed lexi um and then tengage was like just appoint cheap cheap just appoint cheap cheap or um putting in other names of, of people and eventually it just led to randomized picking cheap and then um, he picked you and cool which honestly i think this is a great mod team it seems mm -hmm. like they're doing a better job than anyone's done in the past really i mean we've Thank had you. some questionable mod very questionable moderators we have team. over the years mm -hmm. uh, people seem to forget though you guys as moderators you, you don't get paid for it do you no we don't Mm. But, so I mean, yeah. like each week, how 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 many hours do you think you put into moderating? Just just curious. Oh, uh, it's I I would have to I really would have to sit down and like count it. Like the at the beginning, when there was a bunch of multiple accounts and a lot of stuff needed to be cleaned up, it was a lot. Um, like we were all very active cleaning things up, and I would like. I'm probably the one who talks to randomize the most and working with him to like get different tools so we can address the, the multi issues and um, and stuff like that. So it was a lot at the beginning. Once we kind of have gotten to the point where things were a little bit more self-functioning, like people were cheating less and less multiple accounts because they knew that they would get caught or um, something like that, like it became less and less and less. Now it's like, I mean, I disappear for like a day at a time sometimes because I go on vacation or I have plans for the evening and I just don't log on to Engaged. And I log on and like most times I, it, it's not a big issue that I was gone for 24 That's hours. Good. Yeah, there's not so much. Well, yeah, there's definitely a lot of less, sorry, a lot less chaos going on on Tengage in general. Mm -hmm. So do you enjoy being a moderator or is it, or is it just stress? Um, I would say like... 60 to 70% of the time I enjoy it. Um, there's like 
I always explain it to people. Like the job is kind of like putting out a bunch of little fires and then like once a month, like things just explode and there's something that happens um, that requires all of us to be there and like address. Um, Tengage is like in and of itself, like has a history of being a very toxic community. Um, so trying to change that narrative is is very difficult. Um, that's where like a lot of our efforts go into. And there's days, I mean, it's a very like thankless job sometimes too. Mm. Typically, like we'll get people who like appreciate what we do and, and thank us, but then there's the people that are just like angry at something that we've done, whether we've banned them or banned a friend or didn't ban someone they reported or, or something like that. Some of the newer updates that I can talk about from 2015 as my first time as a mod to now, um, there's obviously like something called a cheat score that every user has. Um, so you, it was, it was used a lot as the autumn, it's an automated system. So if you use a VPN, if you use, if you share accounts with other people, if you have multiple accounts, like your cheat score will go up. Oh my God, I bet Scotty's is like a million. <laughs> <laughs> um, it will go back down if you stop cheating. So like- well, He doesn't cheat, well, I mean, he did in the multi days, but like, he just uses a VPN. He's constantly at like plus zero or plus one. Yeah, so like the VPNs will cause people to to lose their plusing power or their ability to join games or, or something like that. Um, so that's one of the newer features. Um, it's got it's a little buggy. Um, I always have to like fix it myself. Um, Is there like thresholds where people hit a certain yeah, score, exactly. then there'll be certain actions against their account? Yeah, exactly. I don't know them off the top of my head, um, but like typically the first thing you would lose is like if you're a TV star, for example, you'd go to like a plus 10. Um, then if you continue to cheat, you'd go to a plus one. Uh, and then along with that plus one, you couldn't join a game. Um, and if you keep going, like eventually you'll get a red nose. Or an orange nose. Yeah, orange nose is another addition to the mod panel. That's entirely manual. If someone has an orange nose, it means a moderator has put it on. What, 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 what is an orange nose? Where, where do they come from? Uh, Randomize implemented them in like March, I believe. And what the difference at that time, the automated system was applying re uh, red noses to people. So he wanted a way to dif differentiate from the automated system and like what a mod has manually done. Um, so we can override the, the manual stuff so I can t put a, like I could put a red nose or an orange nose on somebody and then take it off um, but if somebody gets a red nose I can't take it off yeah I'm not really seeing many orange noses around either so pretty good yeah I like the orange nose is kind of like a very basic um, thing that we use um, so like for example if you like let's say you created the account chic because you couldn't get into sex god mm -hmm. like um, if you had decided one day, or because we suddenly had the ability to to give you access back to Sex God, um, instead of like permanently banning Sheik, I would probably just orange nose it. Because what an orange nose does, the same features as a red nose. Um, you can't join a game, you can't blog, um, you can't vote in stars, um, you can't bet, like all of those things. Like it, it makes your account useless so like there is like a degree of like privacy that goes in so i can't see anyone's password um 
I also can't like sometimes people ask if I can like see a mail that they've sent or something like I can't see that stuff like that's really invasive so like he would never allow us to see that um I can't see like the mails you send or like the messages that you send in games like private messages in games stuff like that um mods could see that (laughs) yeah and a lot of people do so like when I join if I join a game a lot of people are like that's not fair (laughs) and I'm like well I can't like I don't really have any additional like that's a good question actually Mm. so I mean I I remember asking you this like when you became moderator I was like so are you allowed to join games then I know you are allowed but what Mm -hmm. is your kind of um thought on that so when I first came back I was like no I don't really have an interest in playing anymore um the only game I really played was Survivor every once in a while or like I'd jump into castings or something just to kind of like chat with people um and that was well received I guess like no one really no one really cared um I joined Stars once (laughs) um since being a mod and it was fine when I was in the game but then I won and people were like like half of the website was like fine with it and then like there were a couple people that were like that's not fair um you know i can imagine people will argue and you won't because because you're a moderator yeah yeah. you're just like instantly popular yeah a lot of people talked about that but then it was like i also went on like i was the last person unnominated like i clearly had played the best game and like all that stuff so it was like there was a lot of factors in in that um i I, i'm of the opinion that like for every person I like please on the website, I'm probably equally pissing somebody off. So like, I think the being a moderator in stars from a public standpoint, like I don't think it gives me a benefit or yeah, like name recognition in itself. Obviously people know who I am, but I think there's a lot of people that like, we like I've pissed off. For sure. I don't think it gives you an advantage in stars at all. If people really hate you that much, it's their chance to be like, oh, a Vic fan of Pinsley, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. like, people don't hate you, people like you, so if they really want to evict you, they can, like, do you know what I mean? I've got a question about um, the special events where you've been doing, like, special games such as Stars and different versions of the Froggies games. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we can look forward to? I mean, Halloween, well, oh, that's, like, two months away, but, like, is there anything coming up in the next couple of weeks that we should be keeping our eyes out for? Um, the next couple of weeks, I wouldn't say there's anything, like, at the forefront of our plans. We did just get done two uh, special Stars in a pretty short period. I'm personally of the opinion that, like, the more rare they are, that's what keeps them special. Mm. Um, of course, like, it's nothing if I just, like, decide on a Friday night that I'm like, yeah, let's host a couple, like, special frookies or, um, you know, uh, some like, some sort of blog game or, or special fastings or something like that. Those you can definitely look forward to. Um, there's, in terms of, like, future ideas, um, There hasn't been a whole lot uh, of discussion because it kind of follows a timeline. We we don't usually discuss it for a while after a game has ended. So since Duo Stars, we haven't discussed much. Um, There's been a lot of discussion about having like an international stars for like uh, representation from like .es and .br who like are rarely ever given a chance um, in stars games or um or, or don't get casted as as commonly in in the special games 
Um, but I'm not sure, like that's mm -hmm. not definitively planned or, or anything like that. But yeah, are there any other updates that, I don't know, have been in talks that you've talked about randomized, I don't know, a new game or anything? Or anything that he's like suggested may happen? Um, off the top of my head, there's nothing that's like absolutely in the works. Um, Randomize has actually been on vacation for the last couple of weeks. He's um, been so he... for the last fucking decade. <laughs> uh, but I haven't heard from him in probably approximately two weeks. Uh, we actually talk often. Um, I think there are definitely things that people can look forward to. Um, I Obviously, I would love to see a new game. I'm always in his ear talking about let's make a new game and I even suggest things like I will help you make it you know like I can't personally code but like things like getting graphics made or um like a lot of those things that would be time consuming for him there's a lot of people on the website who would be willing to do that in order to see something new um integrated um I there the rotation is controversial um some people love it some most people hate it well um anybody really yeah so you wanna has he said anything about those games about like new games or something yeah. he has expressed interest in making something okay. um it's been a while since we've kind of followed up on that um i don't know like it, it hasn't gone any further than like yeah we could do that um so there hasn't been like discussions on like what it would be or anything like that you need to push him hard because honestly we need a new game to keep i agree i agree but, um, but where you say you, you speak to randomize quite often are you facebook friends no we're not we just talk over email um like i have access like i have his personal email and we talk we talk there um it's like he'll respond to other moderators too like all, i'm not the only one that has access to his email um we just typically don't like we wouldn't send him three different emails from three different mods because it's kind of like a waste of time his time and ours like we might as well just talk about what we need addressed together and then one of us send it um and then other than that like i would love to see like I would love to see different updates to shops, personally. Um, I think, like, I, I think for the purposes of, like, what Randomize wanted to accomplish with these shops updates, it works. But I also think, like, you could still throw in some access to, to gifting shops um, while maintaining, kind of, like, have them separate or something like that. I don't know. I haven't really thought it through, but whatever he decides to do i think literally the entire website want gifting shops back this whole system is a nightmare have you had any kind of feedback on obviously i know he did this trying to make more money for himself or whatever has he given you any feedback on like how successful he thinks it's been or anything? um we kind of discussed it at the beginning that it would be something like let's see it play out um it has been playing out so like i do have feedback for him um in in my most recent email to him which was sent like a couple of days ago um it talked about chops um in particular the other thing is the like prices of teas um they are outrageous <laughs> like they need to be changed they are so outdated um we need to we, like he has expressed interest in changing those 
um, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens in the next couple of weeks. Well, oh, that's good. You did that mm. flash sale thing. I mean, I didn't buy teas myself, but I mean, I've seen it was it. really successful, frankly. Was it good? Mm -hmm. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of people talk about it on the blogs page. I think it would be something that well, you have the black market tea thing going on these days, where it's like, you know, people sell teas, and now that's become bannable. Which, to be honest with you, I kind of always thought it was bannable. So mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, I always used to do it like secretly when I was like making making shops. Like I always thought, right. even though it wasn't officially written in the rules, yeah. I like well, if randomized gets on that I'm doing this. Well, back then I was kind of the only one doing it as well. But I was always just kind of under the impression if I get caught for doing this, I'm gonna get banned. But now it's become like I suppose everyone's doing it, and it, there has to be a rule to stop it, which I I get from his mm -hmm. view. But um, realistically, you're probably not going to stop it at this point. No. I mean, it's it's the type of thing that, like, if you think of any other website out there or, like, online game, like, typically, like, selling your accounts or, or selling, like, different cur like, currency in the game or something is, like, typically not allowed. So I, it makes sense that it's not, that he doesn't want it to be allowed. Um, a lot of people obviously pushed us, like, gave us pushback about that and I, I understand why they did um but I think in order to truly stop something like that you have to make the prices of the like teas that you buy through the website more competitive with the black market yeah so more in line with what people are seeing as worth it to to send people money. yeah I mean when you think about it like he's asking for 30 dollars for not even one design really because yeah. you're putting stuff in shops for like 600 700 if you're a shop owner now especially with the new system everybody wants to compete nobody's gifting anymore so literally mm -hmm. everyone's doing this right who the fuck wants to pay 30 quid or even like i don't know 40 quid for like um one design yeah, and I, I think, like, a lot of people have unrealistic expectations with the pricing of teas, too, though. Um, so, for example, if I were to, like, recommend to randomize, like, let's make it that $30 gets you 2,500 teas or something. Like, it, if you think about what you can spend your teas on on 10Gage, there's not a lot. There's color levels, there's, you know, Design. minimal games that you can join, and there's designs. Um, whether it be through auctions or shops yeah. so really in an ideal world and this is what i've talked about with randomize as well is you change the pricing of teas to make them more affordable but you also increase the amount of things that you can purchase with your teas i don't know like specific examples that i can think of off the top of my head but if you create new games or create new or, or change it so that there's gifting shop options, um, but just make them like slightly more expensive than what the um, current shops process um, is, then like people are gonna be more interested in spending their teas and in not waiting um, all the time to to wait for their bets to come in or, or their winnings from their games or, or what have you, so. Yeah, it's a strange oh. to think of like two different shops games, but actually maybe it's way forward you know mm -hmm. and be separate i don't know i don't know if that would be 
my ideal honestly i think we had it pretty good before but if that's the way that it that it's gonna work then you know it's definitely better than what we've got now i just think it's a horrible situation at the moment <laughs> right um no there was one thing that i want to ask have you ever thought about doing something like race to black uh, absolutely. Um, I don't think it would be race to black anymore with the color levels um, and just the payouts. The payouts are way better than when race to black happened in the beginning. I think it'd probably be more like something like race to TV star, frankly. Um, it's well, only two, or even like ages. race, or like race to gold or something where it's like a thousand karma rather than three hundred and fifty. Oh. Um, just because, like, if you think about it, like, if you win a rookies, you get one hundred and twenty karma. That only takes two or like three rookies wins and you've won the race to black, you know? So it's like, or castings are only, are like 80 karma or something. Um, Like, you know, it it would, it would end too quickly. Um, TV star would probably take too long, but something like gold um, could be, could be interesting. I would, Um, (laughs) fun, sorry. Um... Anyway, I think we've pretty much wrapped it up. I can't think of anything else to ask. Brandon, thank you for joining us here on this podcast and answering all of our questions. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Brandon. Hopefully you're going to come back and do another episode with us in the near future, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. So if any of the listeners got any questions, pop them in the comments down below and we'll certainly throw those to Brandon next time we get him on the pod exactly and next week well not next week god it's taking us like three weeks to do this one but next podcast we will have something very juicy lined up for you so make sure you tune in for that darlings do you want to be a guest on the next 10 gauge podcast then get subscribing and put your interest in the comments below.